At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. And hello, movie lovers. So tonight I have Diego Silva with me tonight, and it's a pleasure to actually have him on the show but you know what, you guys? You guys can show us a little bit of class here. Go and hit, smash that subscribe button on the bottom right-hand corner. Also, too, the bell to allow you guys to have know when we have something new coming out. Also, too, rate us on Apple Podcasts and also, too, on Spotify. And, of course, on Good Pods as well. And that just allows new audiences to be able to check us out and be able to find us, just like how you guys are watching or listening to us right now. So, with further ado, we're going to get on with the show. And like I said, I got Diego here and man, it's been a while. It's been a minute since we've actually got a chance to talk and everything, but this time we're face to face. I'm not in a car sweating my butt off or anything like that in 90 degree weather. I'm in here in the house. How you been doing, man? Good, good. It, it is a, a long time for real. Yes. I'm, I'm also just on the phone, right? Right. It was just on the phone, just audio podcasting, and that's it. It's good to actually see you face-to-face and being able to just talk to you. By the way, happy birthday. I know today's your birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you you're, so, so much. You're very welcome. And now you have a newborn, and well, not newborn, but new to the people that are listening that knows that you have a, a child and everything now, too. Yes. So I just want to say congratulations to you face-to-face on that as well. Thank you so much very welcome so we're here to talk about hunting souls this is your new baby this is your new project and i i gotta tell you i watched the film last night i had to be honest with you my most shocking moment of that movie was when the girl was over there trying to get her paper and then all of a sudden something just knocks her out the window almost okay. uh, i mean it I was like, I was laying in bed, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen to this kid? This whole entire moment, I was more scared for the kid than I was the parents or anything like that in that kind of atmosphere. But you guys, you did a really good job. There was a lot of sacrifices that were meant. You're very welcome. And I know there was like a lot of sacrifices that were made and everything. But go ahead and share some light onto how this project came to be and what inspired you to make this film. Well, uh, this, I was working, uh, doing TV and all of that for a while. I did six years with a company. And then uh, I was writing every time I was going home, you know, like at night. I was um, tired, but I was wanting to have this idea. So I started like creating um, all the questions that I was having about dreams, about uh astro projection um and the paranormal things i was generating questions and answers and i was creating this script step by step so basically it's like my own answers to questioning that i was having it you know like right i don't know if sounds right but it's it's more like that like uh i was creating my history at 
my story more with the yes imagine how is this and that i was having a sleep paralysis sometimes uh but i never get to do uh astral projection i was liking that theme like i was looking for it and all of that but i never did so i was just imagining it yeah and uh, here's another thing though man like people don't realize that there's so much that goes into horror films where it's actually more psychological in the way you're thinking your own mental health and stuff like that too because here's the thing with horror movies there's a there's actually that mental health of certain things and that can actually help people whenever they're watching horror movies and people don't realize that that horror movies can help people more than they can scare people yeah it's fun to be scared but it's also fun to actually have something to where you can only where you can fight your own mental health because maybe a character might be related or you can actually relate to something that's going on within the film to actually help you with your own mental state though too so that's something that i want to really bring up is the fact that you have this girl that's in this this little girl that's inside this movie she's going through things and her dad is basically the hero of the film because of the fact that she's always calling for him but people go through this almost every single day goes through some stuff like this almost every single day if you think about it whenever you're dealing with nightmares and you're your own anxieties and your own insecurities can go a long way because when you're in that dream state, you're the most vulnerable person there is and stuff like that. So people can actually relate to a certain aspect of it. I know I did because of the fact I did have sleep terrors back in 2016, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was having uh, more like nightmares that I was uh, not letting me sleep. Uh And I was having like lucid dreams. And I was, um, I don't know how you call it in English. <laughs> It's not my first language, but when you no, no, no. walk sleeping. Uh, walk yeah, sleeping. like sleepwalking. <laughs> sleepwalking, yeah. yeah. So I, I, once I got into the shower and, but that, I think all of that was just a stress, was just uh, situations that I was going in in my mind at that time so uh like you said that can be part of your mindset your state and all of that you know when you are exactly. so stressful you can create more things or i don't know the 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 mindset can play with you you know exactly because here's the thing we're creators of our own insecurities our own anxieties we put things in our own heads by overthinking certain situations to the point that There could be of a psychological standpoint, maybe we're putting this own demon in our own heads because we're our own worst enemies. You know what but, I mean? But yeah. if you think about it, um, it's, our, uh, it's the way that we actually create horror because uh, how I create horror is just playing with your mind. So mm -hmm. if I create a silent and, and I put a, a noise, you are imagining the rest. Exactly. So even if I, if I'm not putting anything in the screen, I'm just uh, putting an example, you know, not necessarily has to be something on the screen to be scared. Even when it's just a noise and uh, not showing something that right. is creating in your mind, that imagination is playing and is making you be terrified of nothing. So, exactly. 
and you did that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You did that with me because you know why? Okay, there's this one scene where the guy's looking, the father's looking on the computer, right? And then you see a little shadow pass through it. But then I'm looking all through this whole entire thing of of looking for something in the background (laughs) the whole time. I'm looking for something because you implanted that there for me to look. It's it's just, uh, it's language of camera, you know? So playing with the camera and... Um, well, I'm 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 trying to say things without telling too much of the movie, you know. But uh, playing with the camera, I'm trying to go to um, make you feel some feelings. That's that's why I did the test with guns before Hunting Souls. I did guns, and what I was doing is just a test that isn't letting me play with the, your mind in five minutes, generating different kind of feelings. So that was uh, helping me to be ready for this movie, you know, for to create yeah, just those. Little small baby steps. Yeah, yeah. I get that because, like I here's the thing. You want to start off small with something and see if you have something there. So yeah. doing something like a small project like you mentioned and then trying to figure out what, how you want to do your next project and testing it out that way is actually the best way to go about it. That way you know that you have something or not. And I'm going to say, I'm a huge fan of camera angles whenever I'm looking at something. And I love how you give the full details of stuff and everything. You have this wide range of knowing how to actually use your camera angles as a character versus just letting it be a camera angle. Yeah. And stuff like that, especially when you're telling the story of the of this ghost, this being and everything, and you don't actually see it. You see, like, little small things that's not even revealed in the first five minutes of the movie. You see a claw in some parts of the film, and then after that, you wind up seeing the reveal, like, towards the end of it. And that's something I really like, is the fact that you don't show us everything. You tease it here and there. And then there's also not no cheap jump scares, either. It's not jump scares for the sake of it having jump scares. You actually legit make us be on the edge of our seats. And everything, and that's something you're very welcome. Because I actually understand it. I mean, then let me just tell you the actress that played the uh, the let me think here. She's was actually the person that was investigating the parents. Okay, Karen. Yeah, Karen. She did. I'm going to tell you that actress did a really good job of me being ticked off at her, (laughs) especially the part where she goes, "Does Daddy?" you should take off your pajamas and stuff. I'm like, yeah. you, I'm like, I wanted to be, I was just like that character, just like the yeah. father. And, everything. and the mother's like, no, nah, just let him be and everything. It'll be fine. And I'm like, no, you need to go down there. You know, I, I'm like, I, I really appreciate that you are saying those things, you know, because when I'm writing, I'm just like trying to think how this girl can piss off some people, you know? Like, she pissed me uh, off because, big time. Yes, because it's like um, I'm trying to construct all the difficulties for the lead and to get to the point of determination. And he has, he he's willing to do everything for his family. So I'm, I'm putting him through the limits, you know? Uh, so part of that is 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 the social services. Uh, so she's just saying some stuff, but it's like little things that you are like getting 
mad. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and the mother is just so calm and collect. It just goes to show you the difference between men and women. Because women are like, you know what? We're just going to let this be for now and let her have her own little powwow and see how this goes. Us men, we're like, no, we need to go in there now. We need to see what's going on. So there's a difference between men and women in this movie that you actually give out and everything. I really do appreciate that. Um, Frightened Films actually said something, too. He says, hello my to my favorite director, favorite podcaster. You have a great talent for making the visions in your mind and come to the big screen. Thank you. And uh, he's definitely right. The writing in this movie is really good. I was, you know, I was, um, I didn't want a, a jumping movie. And it's right. interesting that you said, uh, I was wanting to be more into um, what is the love, what the father will do, and, and how I can tell an history having suspense. Because I love more the suspense than psychological and be jumping, jumping. But I was not wanting to do jumps that are just classic jumps. So I was like, try to get you. It starts a little bit slow and is going increment step by step. And it's taking you to a, a song that I was wanting to be until is in despair. And then you are like, now what? And keep going more and then all of a sudden everything changed and you are like so now what <laughs> is it <laughs> i'm trying to explain it without spoiling it it's it's hard, hard. <laughs> yes. i understand man but but that's just going to show you that you love your psychological horror basically yeah. like how james wan does it where it gives you that slow build and yeah. it gives you that tension build and then once that tension is built, it gets released within the like last few minutes of the film. And that's what I love about James Wan's uh, Conjuring, first two Conjuring films. Yeah, And that's also what I like about this oh, as well. You. You're very welcome. Because I like psychological thinking. And also, too, the way you use things in this film, too. You let the audience go for the ride. Versus, and you don't let the, you don't tell them everything. You let the audience figure things out, try to figure things out for themselves on what's going on here. And that's yeah. something I really do appreciate because nowadays directors just go on ahead and want to show everything. Like, no, we're not, don't treat us like we're idiots. Just go on ahead, give us the film that you want to put out, tell the story you want to put into it and do it that way. And we'll follow along. We're, we're going to try and put the pieces together. Do not try and put the pieces together for us. And that's something I really like that you do. That's that's great to hear because when I was writing it, you know, you have some people around you that is uh, giving you advice and they have uh, more experience. And sometimes they were like, you have to explain this a little bit more. You have to explain this. And I was like, mm, I don't know if if I'm not, as an audience, I want them telling me this, you know. So and and even. At the end, I want people to think about it. And if it's neat, go back and analyze some pieces that is into the language, into the all the dialogue, and they will figure it out. You know, like it's interesting to see if they can figure it. And and they can have two endings with the same thing. So um, most definitely. And I definitely like that aspect to it, to be honest with you. I think it's great on what you're doing i'm thinking you know 
this this film is really good. And also, to be honest with you, I didn't even rent it. I bought it. Thank you. Bought Thanks. that on. As a matter of fact, I actually bought that on Apple, so that way I can go ahead and watch it anytime I wanted to. And you're very mm-hmm. welcome. I'm a big supporter and in, in supporting indie director or stuff like that too. So if I'm able to just drop ten bucks on a film, and the trailer sells me, I'm gonna I'm gonna help out that indie director because of the fact it's so hard to actually put your own work into something, and people don't realize this. Yeah. There's a lot of sacrifices being made. You have yeah. to try and get a startup going. And if you don't get the startup going or anything like that for the budget, you can't pay the people that are involved with the film. You can't, uh, you're not able to get funding for anything. Then it's on the back burner for God, for like maybe four or five years before you can even get it off the ground. Before you know it, you're actually doing little small things to be able to get that off the ground. Yeah. So, my, and I know they uh, also too having a child also too is uh, was also hard at the same time as trying to do what you wanted to do as well. Yes, like, it, it was really really hard to do this movie. Uh, first of all, it's an an independent uh, film, but uh, we I was planning on shooting before my my child was born, so I was thinking on having the post production while he's born so it will be different i can be at home and edit and you know because i was thinking i have this money i will put it all in production and i will be on charge of post-production and i will try to do my best for for the final product and what happened is that we are in my house with all the people doing the prepping ready to shoot two days before because it was uh uh, Friday and we were starting Monday so we are doing the camera prep checking that everything is working lighting um, we got everything around the house you know and all of a sudden uh, Trump said the country should so we are shutting down and I'm like okay I pay the the rent of the equipment I have all these people uh, I called SAG and said, look, I cannot shoot. And they said, okay, so you have to pay the actors even if you're not shooting. And I'm like, oh, so, so I'm paying the movie, but I'm not having a movie. And they were like, practically like, yeah, that's, you have the contracts. You know, that, that was the first moment. And it's like, everything falls in pieces, you know, like, Obviously, uh, uh, I was not the only one in the situation, so it was good that at least um, everybody was. I mean, this was pandemic. Was this not was not me trying to get rid of a contract, you know? So they understood, and then when everybody's saying the same, and the at the end, I didn't have to pay the actors. But the first moment is like you are losing money. And you will pay everything and you are and and plus that i i quit to my job to do the movie you know so wow i i was six years working for a network i got the emmys with them i got all right. these things and i'm i'm quitting to my job to do this and this happened obviously i cannot go back and say hey i'm sorry uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, oops, my bad. You know, yes, this didn't oops. pan out the way I want. <laughs> I uh, can I get my job back? <laughs> you know, right. Because it's, 
And it's hard, man. It really is. I mean, my, uh, another director I know is also having a hard time with his funding and everything, too. And also, too, you have to pay out of pocket. Therefore, the production cost goes down less. Therefore, now you have to do double funding or triple the funding. Yeah. So you can pay the actors because you don't know how long you're going to be. They're going to be out of work with this whole entire, this situation that we were in. No, that and, plus that, and plus that, we passed the pandemic. We come back. I started and somebody on set was with COVID. That was the first AD. And and I got the, the COVID because it was my first AD was next to me all the time. So I have to shut down production again. And then one more time, losing money and then coming back. Um, I'm just a little bit stubborn that I was having in my mind. I have to do this. I want to create something different. I, I, I was wanting to create something where uh, it's, it's not from a book. It's not from a franchise. Original you story. Know? I was original and I was wanting to do it. So, and, and I try in my, in my terms, I was like, this is what I want to tell. If it's bad, okay, I will take it. It was my fault, you know, right? So, the way I wrote it, because people were saying you should change this. And I was like, mm, I believe in this story. I, I, I want to share it like this. So I will go with, with my thoughts and, Let's see what happens. If I lose, I lose in my terms and I will I will learn. <laughs> Obviously, right. it's a, a big project, a, a big process, and we are learning, but I needed to try it at least, you know? Right. It's like, I, look, I, I'd rather feel it uh, trying than not try at all, basically. Yes. And if I happen to feel, let me feel on my own terms and let me learn from my mistakes versus you guys. I understand and I appreciate the help, but let me try and do this on my own. This is my passion project. Let me try and do my thing is basically what you're trying to do. And well, I'm, I'm considering ideas, but but if I feel like it's going, it's changing just because this is the commercial way to make it work. Uh, that's not enough uh, for me to change it. I, I need to feel that that what you are telling me is true. You know, like this is not working just because it's not commercial. That's not. That's not. It's not about the commercial. It's about yeah. the art of it. It's about yeah. your storytelling. If you say and, to me, right. this doesn't work because the character or this, you know, like something. Okay, that's different. Okay, I will think about it. I will process, you know. But right. if you said this is just not commercial, well, I'll, let's see. It, it may right. be commercial. <laughs> exactly, because here's the thing. You know how those characters move. You know how those characters talk. You know how they interact with each other. And if one line of dialogue is off, you're going to know that that one line of dialogue is off. And that's not something that the character would say or anything like that. So therefore... You know, you're comfortable with uh, with the, anything that you're doing. And then if you change it and everything for the sake of changing it and things like that, it can throw the whole entire project off. Yeah. Too. But even you know, even with even with, the, um, you know, English is not my first language. So with the actors, they were wanting to change words. I can understand if they change something. So sounds more from here. But I was taking care of 
the meaning is the same. It's not changing the subtext. It's not changing the the meaning of the you know the scene. It's keeping the same original context. Yes. Right, and you know I have to say this, Diego. I mean, we talked about this before about language and stuff like that on the original on the back in uh, whenever we first started off, whenever I first started off rather. But you know, here's the thing: your English is fantastic. And okay. you're, I'm able, and also too, to adapt it from the script over into the dialogue. I'm, ad- I'm understanding the cohesiveness of the whole entire thing of how it sticks together. Thanks. The dialogue to me flows perfectly, and you know, and I'm actually understanding it. And also too, I can definitely tell that you're trying to put a little bit of your your spin on certain things, especially whenever you're looking at the legend of the ghost. Stuff like that, too, because of the fact that different cultures believe in different things. And I'm like, okay, so this is actually probably from his ethnic background, in a sense. And he's putting it in terms of how we see things in our own way. But it's yeah. just named differently because each person has a name for different types of beings and everything, too. I was creating some stuff that are from my culture. Like, at the beginning... Just let's start with the conversation in the car going to the to the hospital. To me, uh, when we dream with a person, sometimes in in my culture, sometimes it's the person saying bye, you know, or or um, is dying and he's saying goodbye. So that was something that my wife was like, "That's not." I mean, they she was not knowing about that and I was like I want to keep that even when that doesn't make sense or something for some people in here but uh, this is to share a little bit of of culture you know so I like that though yeah because it makes me think on a on a whole new level though too it's like I'm learning who you are as a director but also too learning who these characters are for the first time too yeah and things like that on what they pick up. So I like that, how you did that, to be honest with you. It makes it more real to me. Thank it makes you. these characters more real. And like I said, the love and the... This is basically a love story for the for the for between father and daughter. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. yeah. Which is something I really like. You definitely grab the father and daughter aspect to it. The mother yeah. kind of takes the back seat a little bit because of the fact that the father is the protector. You know, and, I was... Um... Uh, they always said that you have to put a girl to be scared. And I was like, I want to play with the dad. Uh, why not try a different formula? I know the girls um, works because people feel that it's more vulnerable. So if you put a Schwarzenegger against... Um, a ghost, maybe the ghost is scared of him, you know. So, right. <laughs> but I was wanting to try to create that. So, uh, and I was wanting to create it between the father and the daughter. And even I love the the line where the daughter said, uh, "They said how your father see your soul," and she said, "Because he loved me." That's that was touching. That was showing how much connection can be between a father and a daughter 
without being something bad, you know? Like, we but as also parents, too, yeah, go ahead. But also, too, man, it goes way beyond that, though, too, on not a physical level, but on a spiritual level, though, on too. Because yeah. it's because there's her soul, right? So she's the so he's protecting her soul from this demon and being that protector for her, even in her, her dreams. So yeah. it goes way beyond the physicality of it. It goes into the spiritual realm of it, too, where you can feel some range, some emotion to it. And that's something I liked with that. Thank you. I was just wanting to use love as a motivation. So when you are in love with something, you will do crazy things. So <laughs> we do. We <laughs> us guys will do crazy things. You can even ask yes. my fiance. Yes. And everything too. <laughs> but because I go above and beyond whenever she tells me not to do something. But still <laughs> I do it. But yeah, we'll do just about anything for love. Whenever you look at us guys and everything. But you know, I feel like too the mother's also a tough woman though, even though she takes kind of the back slide a little bit, but at the same yes. time, she's tough. I was just trying to see, I mean He's an engineer and he's like, everything should make sense. She's more believer. So it's hard for her because it's like almost he's bullying her every time that that she sees something. So we can see it at the beginning when she's seeing something and he comes to the house and she doesn't want to share with him. It's because is that that relationship where yes uh, you love your your uh, husband and wife love each other but you still have some stuff that you don't want to share uh because uh religion or belief you know so i was wanting to play that a little bit in there so she feels a little bit alone alone until he's understanding that this is different And he becomes a believer, you know. I like how he goes from not believing in the dreams and stuff like that and analyzing dreams to that. And even the wife calls him out on it. Because mm -hmm. why all of a sudden you're believing in all this and now you're wanting to do all this other stuff. And if it wasn't for his friend, and I like how his friend, even though he doesn't believe in it also, he knows that his friend is actually telling the truth. That there's something more It. And most people would actually say, you know what, man, I'm going to go on ahead. We're going to go for a ride. We're going to put you in a padded room and that'll be the end of it. But him, <laughs> but his friend is this caring, charismatic character. Who's like, like, you know what, man, I hear you. I hear what you're going through. You're missing work. Let me help you out. And let me help you get through this somehow. And my girlfriend happens to analyze dreams. So maybe watch a couple of YouTube videos, see if you got something from that. If not, we can actually dig deeper. So I like that aspect of how you use the YouTube stuff because it makes it more present and everything to where they can do the research. I like how he researches stuff off of Google. I like how it actually feels real to me because that's actually what we would do. We would actually research it off of Google. We would research stuff like this off of YouTube and stuff like that and base it off of that. And if we don't get results, what do we do? We turn to an actual person, to an actual source to actually help us. So I like that. I, it makes those characters even more real, makes them stand out a lot more. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we we always need like um, in dubs 
needs uh, the support so he's playing that support because he he cannot be weak and in front of his wife you know they his character is not weak so he's always pretending even in the car is the only way that he shows and release when he scream yells mm-hmm. is the only moment that he's really really uh, releasing all that internal uh you know, because he doesn't want to show anything to the rest. So he's suffering internally until he decides, decide like, okay, I cannot go against this anymore. I mean, I have to do something. But um, what I'm, I'm playing is that is like you can be around people and you can look like you are so unique, like your family can be so unified. But at the end, you have holes in there and you can be alone, you know, so how those things can work to make it like more real uh, and trying to play a different thing. Because normally couples has confrontation and that confrontation is playing very well for the movie. Mm -hmm. But in this case, they are supporting each other. So it's kind of weird because it's a... Uh, under confrontation, but it's not a, a, a phys- uh, like it's like it's on underneath right. confrontation. Not very. Not- yeah, I got gotcha. Not uh, on the physical and also too on the on the outside of looking things too. Yeah. Well, I get what you're saying, and you know another thing too is this demon is not just fighting his spiritual side or anything like that. But his physicality, though, too, because I here's the thing. Whenever I see child services come up again for the second time, my first instinct was like that demon summoned her at the right time. That's that was my what I was thinking whenever child services came in that first time, mm-hmm. about the second time at their house after that incident, which I'm not going to get into or anything like that. But whenever they had that incident, all of a sudden she comes in. Right. And I'm like, that demon probably summoned her at the right time. There's something spiritual that went on ahead and went through that realm to pull her in there at that exact time in that exact location. Because it's yes. trying to divide the family because they she, because that demon knows that if he can get rid of the father, it's easy pickings for the daughter and um, for the mother. And also, uh, that's why he's hunting souls. Is he's a hunter, and he is. Uh, it's a, a small piece where I'm talking about his background, and when you really listen, what is in there, it's explained that he he's playing. So it's not just it's not just going straight. Is he? enjoys going step by step and you know seeing those uh, because when when demons like she said there are classified by domain so they are playing some things that are taking your your um strength like playing games to to get you to some situations so yeah, I'm trying to talk no, without no. giving the plot or anything, you know. So it's, it's very hard. 
Here's the thing, as a movie reviewer, that's easy to do, but it's your project, so it's actually hard to actually not spoil anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um but yeah, so um he's he's finding the the family and he knows how to be going step by step and and take care, you know, like so that's the big deal, how they have to protect, how they can protect each other. And I like how they do protect each other, to be honest with you. I think that they did a very good job at portraying that in the movie and everything, too. And I like, and also, too, it goes into the spirituality realm. It goes into the dark realms. It goes, it kept, you captured everything that needed to be told in the story. And I like the fact that you didn't make this, too, it could easily have been a two-hour film, but this movie didn't even feel like an hour and some more minutes, to be honest with you. And speaking of, the cake and everything. I, uh, guess what? Crichton winds up say, telling me, telling you, "Happy birthday!" Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna also use this. Watching this film was like eating cake, where I just wanted more. <laughs> you know, it's like I wanted more, more to see at the very end of this film because of the way it leaves off, and I'm like, this has so much going for it. Everything. Guess it's an indie <laughs> film. But I can see this going outside the indie territory where it becomes like an indie franchise in a sense. Thank you so much. Very well, well. That's, that's the, that was part of my idea, you know. Uh, I mean, if, if I get enough support and this movie is going well, um, I have a sequel for this where I'm obviously trying to, to get more of this. Uh, I was wanting to to develop something but now close it completely um but obviously has to have an ending so i was and and i think i don't know how what what do you think about the spin do you like the spin like yeah and i like the end sequence to be honest with you because so, I felt like, you know, you gave us enough to where we can speculate on what, yes, we get what happened in its full context. But at the same time, it's like, you make us wonder and question things and use our own imaginations, which is something that I like. Because mm-hmm. I love speculating. I love having a good time. It's like, what's going to happen with these characters? How do they change within time? And, and how the- much time is... And how much time is going to pass after this happens? What's going to happen to the husband? What's the repercussions of the mother, the daughter... What's going to happen to this family now? And most of the answers are already in there. It's just very high. So, And that's something I wanted to talk about too, though. Because I watched it again for the second time today. And I always pick up on something new, man. Like, here's the thing. It's hard as a director sometimes to actually, where we can actually have that rewatchability to where we can discover something new. Mm-hmm. And I got to give you props, man. Like, I didn't, there's like certain things in the film, I'm not going to spoil it, but that I picked up on the second time versus the first time, and it made that much more pleasurable for me, everything, (laughs) as a viewer, and everything. You're very welcome, because I'm serious, man, you did an outstanding job with this, you met the challenges that, um, that were meant for during that time and everything, you went through a lot to get to where you are with this film, and I'm happy that it's doing well. I'm happy that you're able to make the film that you want and you don't have to go back and ask, uh, ask them, oops, my bad. I, 
I, I thought I had something, but I don't. And now it's that tambalization of the fact this is happening. I went to, the, like, for example, it's like, wait, I bet you were like this last night at the premiere. This is actually happening. I'm actually on the red carpet. I'm actually doing my premiere for my baby, for my movie that I did. And now I have everybody standing next to me, having my back. Not saying that they didn't have your back before, but it's like, it's this odd moment, like it feels surreal. Where it's like, you know, it's just humbling because now you realize, hey, look, I found something. I got something now and now it's finished and I can't believe I made it this far. No, you know what is um, what is crazy is because um, I believe in, in, in all of this project from the beginning, obviously, because I did it is I mean, I did it because I believe in the project, but um i don't know i was not sure how many people was wanting to watch this you know so when you are on the screening of the premiere and i was having 100 and i don't know like 20 or 40 people and and the, that finish and i was like do they like it or not or you know it's a few seconds where you are like what it, i mean what happened is good is bad is what and and you see that it was a good reception and they were having the questions and you really see that they were really paying attention then it's like okay so it was worth it to go through all the hell to get there you know <laughs> exactly and i can actually imagine the pressure though i mean it's like okay red carpet check pre-game now it's time for the now it's time for the super bowl now it's actually time Go into the studio with all these other people. It's like, ooh, I'm hoping they like it. What happens if they don't like it and everything? And then the lights go off. They're watching the movie. And then you look around and you see the look on the crowd. And like, okay, this was worth it in the end. Because yeah. I've created something that is special and people can relate to. And people can say, hey, look, Diego did a fantastic job at this film. He knows what this film is. He knows his target audience for it. He knows his ide this identity for the film. And that's also another thing, too, is I feel like sometimes some films are misidentification of a film where they don't know the identity of it. It's like, oh, one minute you want to do psychological. Nope, never mind. They're going to do slasher now. Oh, never mind. They're going to do something else. <laughs> you went straight edge into this thing knowing what you wanted. And I loved it. I, you know the identity. You knew the target audience. You know who it was geared towards. So fantastic job to you, Diego. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. Very um, it's the the most um, terrifying is like um, the moments that you. I mean, I'm putting a a demon in there, and I'm putting some stuff that if it's not good, is it can be really bad, you know. So it's a lot of risk. So, but also in the other side. I want to take that risk because if it's not risky, it's not as much enjoyable. You know, I was wanting to play with, I was wanting to use kids. I was wanting to do a stunts. I was wanting to have a, a real uh, demon, not a digital. So, and all of these things, the visual effects, all of that is adding up that is like, I mean, if if it's if something doesn't work, everything falls. So it it is uh, it is um, 
like enjoyable to see when when finally everything came in the right way and it's like okay <laughs> you know like right <laughs> and you know what man another thing too is that i like was how you use regular effects you blended it into the cgi and the special effect and to those effects because i can definitely tell that was real prosthetics that you used for for this demon to make it look so the way it can actually be real versus mm-hmm. a, anybody can react to a cgi uh, into cgi but yeah. it's one thing to actually have physical physicality and context but reacting to something that's right in front of you to make it more horrifying and mm-hmm. i liked how you go on ahead you go into details of how this thing sucks the soul out of people i love the cgi on it the practical effects was really good i I'm going to tell you, the visual effects were outstanding. Everything, Thank too. Thank you. Very welcome. And uh, you know what, man? I know that uh, you have to get back to uh, your son and everything, but I don't want to keep you too long. I don't want Kelly to come out here and say, why, why do you have him on here for an hour? And everything. It's, it's way past his bedtime, too, you know? So I don't want Kelly to come on this channel and come all the way to Mississippi to chew me out. But I know that you have the trailer. So yeah. I was thinking what we can do is we can close out with the trailer. Okay. And do it that way if you want. But before we do that, I want to go on ahead and you know where can everybody follow you at if they want to follow you on social media and stuff like that. Okay. They can follow me on Instagram, Diego Silva A. C E Diego D I E C O D I E G O Silva S I L V A and A C E. Uh, on Facebook, you can find me uh, Diego Silva Cevedo, and my website is uh, diegosilvacevedo.com. And Hunting Souls is Hunting Souls movie everywhere. And guys, you can follow me on Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night on over there, underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you would like to also donate to us, all you have to do is go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie lovers, donate five to ten dollars over there. But guess what, guys? You don't have to do that. I understand the pandemic probably already put holes in your guys' pockets and stuff like that. But guess what you guys can do for free? Smash that subscribe button, smash that bell, break that bell allow you guys to know when we have something new here at movie love tonight that gives you notifications also to commenting below also helps liking this uh liking this uh episode as well on youtube also to go over ahead go over to uh our audio podcast rate individual episodes tell us what you think of those individual episodes on good pods good pods is basically social media for people that love listening to um listening to podcasts so that's one way to actually go on ahead and support us. Give us a five-star rating on those individual episodes and everything too. And guess what? We can actually comment back and forth on good pods. So basically it gives you interaction, gives you a community base. So go on ahead and do that. Of course, rate us on Spotify, Apple podcasts and Google podcasts and all that. You guys can get that where all your, where you guys get your major podcasts from. Of course, go on ahead and follow me underneath movie lovers unit zero on TikTok and movie lovers unit, of course on Twitter you want to reach out to me and want to be on the show if you're a sponsor just go ahead and reach out to me at movielovesnight at gmail.com and that's where everywhere that you can go ahead and follow me at tomorrow night we are actually doing our moon night after show so that's going to be edited tomorrow night after the show be out friday 
So go on ahead, check it out on Friday uh, Friday morning, 6 o'clock a.m. Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Time for that. And that's everything that we're doing here at Movie Love Tonight. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me, John. You're very welcome, man. You're very welcome. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.